Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Growmark Podcast. This is Cliff Dolbear in Corporate Communications. I'm here with our Executive Director of Corporate and Government Relations, Chuck Spencer, to talk a little bit about the recent presidential election and the impact, uh, not just on agriculture, but also on our industry, the Growmark system. So, Chuck, let's just start off. What's your What's your first take on President-elect Trump? Well, it is one where I think we have to make sure that we have the opportunity to watch this transition take place and then listen very closely to what he is going to be doing and how he assembles his team that's around him. Did you know that there's over 7,000 employees in Washington, D.C. that have presidential appointment? So it takes a tremendous amount of time to organize. Now, they've got transition teams working right now. I know for the agriculture sector in particular of, of President-elect Trump, that they are seeking experienced individuals, ones with business background, and certainly an eye to where we can excel. So I know uh, we know that Trump has quite the uh, agricultural advisor advisory committee. Will do you think it'll be people from that team that'll make up the majority of his ag appointees, or will they just be assisting him in in selecting those hundreds of people that'll make up uh, the, those ag important positions? You know, both candidates um, had the preparation in place uh, for agriculture to do well. And I think that there was a a strong network in place for both candidates. But we do have President-elect Trump to talk about because he is the person of focus right now and will be installing these individuals. And there will be, over tradition, uh, the individuals closest that were early on uh, organizing their uh, agricultural campaign and Farmers for Trump, uh, Charles Herbster, uh, from Nebraska was one of those individuals and have, I've had the opportunity to actually visit with him. Uh, it is interesting to hear what they're, in, they're wanting to focus on, particularly in regulation, what they can do to expand agriculture and its productivity as well as its marketplace opportunity. I think those are common themes between anyone who would be elected. And as we just talked about, though, what I've seen already announced is people with experience in previous administrations heading up transition team components. That's what you want to see because you realize that uh, it, a lot is being made and discussed about the lack of government experience. What you want to do is be able to assemble good teams. And I think, Cliff, we know from personal experience it's teamwork that gets things done. Definitely. So with that in mind, what do you think will be some of the early things that Trump's team will do as far as uh, the agriculture industry? What, what will impact will it have on not just the Gromark system but ag in general, both in you know his first 100 days and then as we look longer into his term? The first 100 days will come up April 29th that quickly. So when you start thinking, I know, in agriculture, we're always planning for the next crop. So a lot of seed purchases are either completed or going on. We're thinking about spring tillage, what we're doing for prep in the spring. And here it is. I'm talking April 29th, first 100 days. I know in talking to many individuals and what you see being released is prior to his election, they were very well aware of the concern over regulatory oversight. Not the fact that we have them. Regulation is something we rely on. It needs to be consistent, transparent, and predictable. And we need to have a tremendous amount of scientific input. And I think that's where we're going to see the newer administration focus on, is what what regulation and approaches are of concern, like waters of the United States. How should that be affected or impacted to where a change or a little course steer could be made 
and we have a regulation that may look at protecting water but allowing innovation, voluntary practices, taking credit for the activities that agriculture is doing. So many times when I'm in circles talking about either sustainable agriculture, watershed improvement, water quality management, nutrient management, people are fascinated with how technologically advanced agriculture is. Precision management, what we're doing with site-specific farming. Everybody thinks of it in a broad scale and big scale, and it is. But we also manage it very precisely, and we're making gains in improving that every year. So as technology increases, and we know the pace that does, so is our management capabilities. And I know within our own cooperative, we are very focused on education, education of our sales force, our team members uh, at uh, all levels and out in the rural areas interfacing with the farmers. Farmers are increasing their level of education, equipment dealers are doing so, and so is a cooperative like FS. So as we, as we prepare over the next couple months uh, for President-elect Trump's inauguration, what, what do those in ag agriculture, what, what's the one or two things that they need to know to expect from him and his administration? I think that getting the job done from a standpoint of both responsibility and business ability. Uh, and you say, what would that possibly mean in business ability? That we need the, we need the ability to enact um, and comply with regulations with, with relative ease, but also on a scientific basis as well as a practical implementation basis. We've got to be able to, to achieve that with what we know today. Goal setting is going to be important. I, I can see that occurring as well. And I, I actually feel as though, in talking in the circles of agriculture, there are a number of individuals that so many of us know across the nation that are plugged into this effort. Uh, because of the level of concerns. And we saw that result in the election. The, ele the election speaks for itself. It, it went in a direction that a lot of people weren't expecting. But what we clearly understand at this point in time, that people were very engaged in this election. Turnout was high. That's what we've all advocated. That's what we want. We now have a choice that's been made by the American public. So now it's the American public's opportunity and agriculture's opportunity to get involved, have input, and have things come out the right way. I think you're going to find us to be good stewards of the land, responsible citizens of this country, and then also have an ethic toward not only feeding the world but producing the best possible food products that we want to consume. Well, thank you very much, Chuck. I think that, that wraps up a lot of the questions. Appreciate your time and I appreciate you listening to this episode of the Growmark Podcast.